Welcome to Inspirations, a podcast where we discuss everything relevant to the Christian life. Now, here is your host, Jay Spurlock. Tonight, uh, or today, whichever time you're listening, I want to introduce not only my neighbor, but also uh, my good supporter uh, of Inspirations, someone that has always been beside me through a lot of my decisions, in times of doubt, in times of um, celebration, whatever that may be, um, Martha Boyd, my neighbor here, uh, she's here with me. I'm going to talk a little bit of how we met we actually lived in the same neighborhood. I knew her before. I actually like really knew her uh, in a way um, uh, prior or yeah prior to my divorce, and then I've gotten to know her even more post my divorce. We have really become close in our faith and our walks of faith and growing in Christ and and how she supports. Like I said, supports me and inspirations. I'm a, I, I, I can't say a one-man show. There's so many people that share the content, share uh, wristbands, share stuff. But really the creation is just me co-partner with Jesus and then uh, good or bad running that by with other close uh, confidence that I know. And one of them is Martha. So Martha, say hello to everybody. Hello. Uh, she's, she's excited. <laughs> Um, we did a little mock interview the other day, uh, just to kind of see how that went. And I sent it to her and she, she was so excited and she's like, I want to do that again. So I said, well, we got to introduce you first. And, uh, not everybody knows Martha Boyd. Everybody needs to know Martha Boyd, but, uh, uh, she's, she's <laughs> killing me over here. I don't also, I keep her as kind of my secret cause she really is one of the best promoters. She's always sharing inspirations with with people, and I get people reaching out to me about inspirations that she has talked with. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. So um, I really do appreciate her and her heart. So I don't share much about her because I'm like, that's my that's my hidden secret. So, uh, anyways, you got you got to keep those those gems secret sometimes from from everybody else, but. Uh, so Martha, um, like I said before, I knew Mar- of Martha when I was trying to close on my house uh, in 2012. I was a, a young boy, I guess, young man, and I was getting married and moving into a house on the same weekend, and we were trying to close on a weekend and or, or something like that, and I, she was actually one of the contacts at the loan office, and little did I know she lived in the neighborhood. Uh, she didn't really even say that, but she eventually, eventually found that out. And, uh, so it was really cool, but also really kind of after my divorce, I uh, went into a, a season of seclusion and isolation and just really looked at the world a lot different. And, uh, I would pass her when I was walking my lovely children, golden retrievers, uh, outside and I would pass her and Martha would just keep walking. I would kind of say, Hey, and she would keep walking and little did I know. So, so this is going to be a whole lesson in itself right here in a minute, but um, that's why I'm saying this, but little did I know that, that, um, Martha has a hearing impairment and she did not have her hearing aid on at that time. So she didn't hear me. Meanwhile, 
Jay, being all being all sensitive at that time and thinking everybody in the world hated me and I didn't know what was going on and my world was crumbling, I was projecting all that onto, well, dang, add Martha to the list. She doesn't like me either. You know, she helped close my house. I mean, did she like my ex that much or something? I don't know. Was she mad at me? I was trying to figure it out. And uh, little did I know, she didn't have her, her hearing aid in and then she didn't hear me. So, how many times do we do that in life? I'll get into that later. Don't remind me. Um, but how many times in life do we do that? You know, maybe people don't see you. Maybe people don't hear you. And it's not that they don't like you or they're not trying to hear you. They just can't. Or they just don't hear you for whatever reason so it's it's crazy how the lord works so that taught me a lesson and now she's like i said my number one supporter and inspirations and uh has really kept me uh going when i had seasons of doubt and fear of what is this just some kind of stupid idea that i had of putting my name in a in between uh some people think is a misspelling (laughs) still to this day like oh you know you spell uh inspirations wrong i'm like yeah about that Uh, my last name's spurlock so that's why it's inspirations but anyways um, so anyways martha what why what what are some of the fun things that you have enjoyed so far what inspiration's been around one or two almost well about a year and a half now What's some of the, what have you gotten from it? I love all the stuff that's on the website. It's very uh, motivating and encouraging. And I tell Jay, he always uh, helps me to see things in a way that I never thought of. So when I go on Inspiration's website and read stuff, I'm like, oh, okay. I hadn't thought of it that way. So uh, it helps me think outside of the box. And it's different than what I have been raised to believe it and it's so true it's genuine and real and i mean it's just like uh what's that scripture about honey and and thirst sweet and and i was like more thirsty for what all he had on that website and it was just it was quenching my thirst and it was it's a good thing this is on podcast and not video because you're gonna make me blush but anyways uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true it's but true. I, I appreciate that and and yes everything that i have tried to create it, it has a piece of my heart in it um that's that's just how i feel like we're supposed to be i don't put stuff out to put things out sometimes it don't make sense to others sometimes it does it reaches that one person that maybe hopefully god intended it for it to reach and everybody else just scrolls past it that's fine it might not get so many likes or looks, and and that's okay because it's not me. It's him, hopefully. And if it is me, then I don't want them hearing it anyway. So that's just kind of way I look at it. But uh, I had to, I had to change the subject because you're gonna make me blush on, on air. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but gotta take compliments. But Martha, you talk about that. I think I think uh, one thing that I've noticed of your walk in faith, you talked about is a lot different than the way you looked at it growing up. Um, I think really a lot of us live at the surface level of life and we don't ask the questions. We just, we're told to, to accept the answers because that's just the way it has always been. And, and, you know, also contrary to that, you know, God is something we can't completely understand, and that's part of the fun. And some people that already caused anxiety when I said that, they're like, that's no fun. I need to know everything about them, 
why he does what he does so I can understand him and make it a formula and this and that. But it is really being childlike in faith and, and asking questions. And maybe some of them are dumb, but God don't think so. Just mm-hmm. like any child asks their parents, really deep down, they can, you know, there's no dumb questions. Um, Although, you know, some people will say that, but um, but just being in awe and being curious and in wonder. So, you know, I think you, what I'm going back to your walk in faith and seeing you grow is deep calls the deep. And I think both of us are very deep people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't want to live at the surface. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I do, but I had to, I spur you to that. Yeah. <laughs> and you spur back into that. And I think that's what we're called to do as believers and not allow each other or anybody that we know, you know, it's a difference in pushing people, mm-hmm. but just kind of just, just burn them on with a, a gentle, gentle question, you know, um, every now and then and just checking in and, and keeping them hopefully pursuing God. So what has, what has been going on in your life, Martha? <laughs> well, I mean, you joined us at camp at New Vision. You know, yeah. that's one of the cool things about Martha. Her yes is on the table. As Pastor Brady always says, put your yes on the table. And, and sometimes when you put your yes on the table, it's just like, okay, you're gone. You know, it's like, you're going to do this. And you're like, oh my gosh, I really didn't. You know, you did. But, you know, I think you, you've you been telling me that you felt, you was wondering what God was calling you to do. And, you mm-hmm. know, and I serve at New Vision on Wednesday nights with student ministry. And I think it was, was it? A week before camp, maybe, or so? Yes, it was uh, a week. I mean, it was literally a week before. And by the way, we're grown-ups, so we have jobs. Uh, right. You know, I don't work in the summer with a teaching, but still, it was like, oh, hey, uh, we need group leaders. Uh, I was wondering, do you want to go? You know, and by the way, uh, this is... Um, but we need a woman leader, and uh, and and she's like, I think before you even said, let me think on it. She's like, yeah, I'll go, you know. But <laughs> you checked with your boss, and and the Lord made it willing, and the Lord made it possible. So, kind of share some about the camp, what you what you uh, learned. I was terrified because I only knew Jay, and I knew Tammy Freeman, and I had met Nikki like a week before helping with the journals. So I really didn't know Nikki. I just had met her. So I was <laughs> I was petrified, but I knew God was opening a door for me and I knew that there was no way I could not go through it. Um, I have never been to camp. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Um, I've never had kids. So I, I really didn't know what I was getting into taking over 15 high school girls. I, I have to admit, the first day, I was like, whoa. Overwhelmed. And, um, but then after that, it was just, it was awesome. It was the best experience I ever had. Mm. And it was like, I, I still have a high from it. I actually got kind of sad coming home because it was I was on a high from mm-hmm. it. And the mountain was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I made myself try to do something different that I was fearful of. So I went um, uh, Mm -hmm. Is that? And so I was scared to death to do that. And this girl standing next to me, she was sweet as she could be. And I didn't know her from Adam. But she encouraged me and helped me go down and Mm. do it. And I was so thankful I uh, stared fear in the face and did something I was afraid to do. And Mm -hmm. I didn't realize I was afraid of height until I did it. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) And the guy goes, well, just step off. And I was like, well, how do you step off into thin air? Right. I mean, you know, 
thin air? How do yeah. I just put my foot in thin air? Right, right. <laughs> so he right. was like, one, two, three, go. Right. And I was still standing there. Right. And finally I went, and I, I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. But the best experience was, um, it was it was eventful. It was an adventure. Uh, my co-leader, bless her heart, she, she went uh, rafting and went under the boat and her tour guide kind of laughed. It didn't help her back in the <laughs> boat. So she hit her head in the rock. And so when she came back to camp, uh, I basically made sure she got to the nurse's station because I thought she had a concussion. So um, then after that, it was it seemed like two days in a row, everybody was getting sick. I guess they got dehydrated. Uh, one girl had kidney issues. The other girl, I mean, it was just one girl mm-hmm. fell, and mm-hmm. I was just running back and forth from one <laughs> cabin to another to the nurses' station. It was pure chaos. Huh? Pure chaos. It was fun though. But it was fun. It was chaos. fun. Right. You know, it was just right. like I felt like I was on the show Mash. Oh. Um, <laughs> but you know, but then I felt like Satan was trying to attack us. So you yeah. know, of course, we our schedule was just packed, yeah. and so we were up to three in the morning. Yeah. And um. Uh, making boats and talking and I even the girls were sitting on the top of the bum beds I was like get out the bum bed come on we're going to stand up and we're going to pray um, of course I felt like the Holy Spirit was convicting me to pray for one thing after another and um, <laughs> they were like Martha we're tired and I was like <laughs> and we all say amen and <laughs> we were all so tired but all right. I, was, I was determined we were going to pray right. and rebuke Satan God worked it out you can take something crazy and make something good come out of it. Yeah. And so, uh, it, and I felt like I had this special bond with these girls. And so I'll never forget it. And uh, our group name was Keku. So as far as I'm concerned, we'll always be Keku. But yeah, sure. um, so then Todd asked me the last day, or maybe, a, no, the day before we left, Todd's like, hey, what are you doing on Wednesday nights? So I said, well... I'm going to a codependency class, and Todd's like, oh, are you codependent on that class? I was like, no, <laughs> nice, I'm detached. Nice, nice question, Todd. So, <laughs> Pastor Todd, shout out. <laughs> so Mr. Todd's like, uh, you want to lead on Wednesday nights? I said, really? I said, well, when do you want me to start? He's like, two days from now. I said, really? <laughs> so this was like, Day after Fourth of July. We're notorious for it. heads up. <laughs> you know, that's so, the way it works in ministry. So uh, I felt honored, and I, of course I wasn't going to say no to God. And mm-hmm. but I prayed during camp mm-hmm. uh, for God to um, open the door for me, another door for me to go through. And so I was kind of getting a little tired of my codependency class. I was mm-hmm. kind of burnt out on mm-hmm. it. I was ready to do something new. Have a change. So God uh, did that. And so I'm so thankful because I, I love the worship on Wednesday nights uh, with high school. And I feel like I'm at camp every time I go, especially the songs. I love the camp songs. I learn new songs at camp. And, and then they play it again at church on Wednesday nights. I love that. So um, I'm a kid at heart. I mean, I'm just, I'm like a kid. No matter how old I am, I'm just like a kid. Sure, so I sure. kind of felt like I blended in with them. And I think they looked at me like some old woman. And I told them I wasn't dead and that I could relate. <laughs> and I could remember high school. And I remember what they're going through. And I even talked about when I was grounded really bad in high school. And my parents thought I was going to commit suicide because of yeah. a poem I wrote in high school. Because uh-huh. I love to write poems. That was my creative outlet. Uh-huh. 
And I was grinding for like six months from a telephone. And back then, it wasn't cell phone. It was like dial phone. <laughs> and so I was grinding from my car and just TV and everything. And so I was isolated. Yeah. So when my parents thought, they saw my poem, they thought I was going to commit suicide, they took me off of being grounded. But when I was telling the story to one of the girls at camp, another girl came up to me and started talking about how she was grounded. So uh, I think they, they got it. They, my co-leader, Gracie, said that they they think I'm hilarious. And I wasn't trying to be funny. Me too. But, me too. So, <laughs> That's a good Jay thinks I'm funny That's too. So, hey, I'm, at I, least just I, love, I love you. I love your heart. Martha, I mean, that, and I think that's what people love is your heart. Um, you do have a heart that that you you care for anybody, anybody and everybody. And sometimes that gets the best of us, and and we need some time to isolate. But you know, I think the isolation you're talking about, you know, that's often when we feel that that void, we want to isolate, and a lot of times that's Satan pulling us out there. Uh, to get us alone, to tempt us, and to take us to the highest mountain. Yeah. And tell us to look down, and all this can be ours, and to throw ourselves off. And and uh, God was tempted, or sorry, Jesus was tempted three times in the desert. And sure each was. time, according to Matthew, the gospel, he said, for it is written, meaning he responded with scripture, and he said it's not to, for us to test the Lord. So... Uh, anyways, that just came to mind. Thanks for listening to Inspirations. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. For more information, please visit inspirations.org.